Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. Ten percent luck, twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five percent pleasure, fifty percent pain, a hundred percent reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic. We'll go with uh, Hagen Smith Friday. Uh, we'll go with Tiger Saturday, Molina Sunday, and Colin Fisher on Monday. And how many years? Maybe never. I've been able to tell you a rotation. So hopefully we'll stay healthy all year. And we'll be able to figure this one out. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right. Mm, excuse me. Good? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Razorback baseball starts tomorrow. By the way, if you missed the announcement earlier, they are going to start at so 1.30 pregame. It's going to be on Buzz 2 because of the early start, and I wouldn't want Wes and Joe to have to miss a Friday show. That would make them miserable. They'd be so sad. So they're going to be here. It'll be over on Buzz 2. It'll be on the Buzz the rest of the weekend, except for when basketball's on. Actually, programming note, DJ, let me point this out. Saturday, we've got Razorback basketball on the Buzz. Razorback Baseball and Buzz 2 and the Little Rock Trojan basketball team will be over on the point ninety four point one because we had the great collision, which doesn't happen often of multiple sports, and we ran out of signals. So there you go, and I appreciate our friends at the point accommodating. So you can catch Ray Tucker's call on Saturday over there. Uh, by the way, Trojan Baseball, sidebar. Noon start tomorrow if you want to watch the Noon? All-American Jackson Wells get her done. Mm. Can you hear that? You know Jackson's on the mound. Anyway, there you go. Um, Razorback basketball last night did not go well. We'll get to that in a second. A little more from Dave Van Horn first. Let's talk about the batting order. How about that? Dave Van Horn's going to do something he's never done before, DJ. You want to guess? Uh, I have no idea. Put a catcher, potentially, at the top of the order. Mm. We're what? just going to move everybody up. We'll probably hit our catcher leadoff. Might be the first time I've ever done that. I know that uh, Biggio was a pretty good leadoff hitter in uh, in college back in the day. And uh, so uh, White's a tough out if he's catching. Um, if he's not catching, then we'll flip it around. But if, if White's not catching, he'll be DHing if we, you know, if, on Friday or Saturday. So uh, you know that that's what we're looking like. And you'll probably I'll go left after that, then right, then left, and. And then pretty much right after that, you know, if Stovall was is it was in the lineup, you know, he might be heat, hitting lead off for us, and then you go left, right, left, right, left, right, probably, and then you finish up with a few right-handers at the end. So, Gary Kern. Um, you know, if Thank we get you. into the game, we feel like the righties are struggling with, with the right-hander, then I'll, I'll bring a couple of these lefties off the bench and let them hit. I, I can't tell if Dave Van Horn is throwing punches or trying to lead a team marching. Right, left, right, left, right, left. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. So why is that uncommon, catcher going first? Uh, you still normally, you, well, normally you don't have a catcher that's that good offensively. Not the best hitters. Yeah, because uh, it's such a hard defensive position. Shortstop okay. and catcher, you kind of give them a pass almost. But man, when you got one that can hit, look out. We had one that was decent, right? McCann was he not a good? Arkansas had yeah. a lot of good catchers yeah. over yeah, the years. That but could hit. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it is interesting to have, and a lot of times they're not the fastest guys. So you want a guy with a little speed playing catcher too. When he says Biggio, does that mean anything to you at all? Biggio? Yeah. When he said Biggio was a pretty good leadoff hitter as a catcher. No. Craig yeah. Biggio. Part of the. Killer Bees. Killer Bees from back in the day for the Houston Astros. Right. Christian's a Houston fan. Okay. Biggio. Berkman Bagwell. I know, I know Bagwell. No, I don't. Yeah, it's fun to pretend, though, isn't <laughs> it? Biggio and uh, Bagwell. <laughs> I, like I like how you were playing off. Like, I, know, I don't know anything. Uh, Razorback basketball. There you go. Lost last night. Um, it was competitive for a half, and Arkansas even got 
their bucket back that they deserve because they called an offensive interference, and then they said, oh, just kidding. Graham didn't actually touch the ball. Good move, Graham. He pulled his hand back intentionally. It was nice. It's a Tremont mark basket, I believe. Uh, so Tremont ended up with 12 points, but he needed to have uh, 29 more for Arkansas to win the game, unfortunately. So if he would have had a 51-point night, Arkansas would have been right there. Or 51? 41. If he'd had 41 last night, Arkansas would have had a shot. I wasn't going to correct you. Thanks. Bad at math. Go ahead. Jump it in. Yep. Uh, I want to give a little tip to the cap to our buddy Devo. He had a good game last night. Eight points, four assists, two steals, no turnovers, but Arkansas didn't shoot it nearly well enough, 38% from the floor. Didn't attack the basket enough against those bigs from Tennessee, and they got dominated inside. Adu and Connect rolling. They had 45 and 16 rebounds between the two of them. Nasty stuff. Here's uh, Eric Musselman. Tennessee more physical than us, uh, created more turnovers. The points off turnovers was a killer. Uh, we've talked about our inability at times to take care of the basketball. Live ball turnovers was a, was a huge, huge problem tonight. Tennessee had a better competitive spirit that was plain to see. Now the schedule hadn't done us any favors. I mean, now we're the last SEC game on a Wednesday night. Mississippi State has off, and we go there. So uh, it's the second time it's happened to us in the last couple of weeks. No excuses. It's a schedule we have, but not easy knowing, again, why we couldn't play on a Tuesday. Not sure why we're the last game on Wednesday and then have a, another early game, not a late game on Saturday. So a very, very quick turnaround for our team. It is a quick turnaround for the team. Arkansas and Mississippi State this weekend on the road for the Hogs. And not a hard trip, though, I'd say from a flight standpoint. It's pretty quick zipping it from Fayetteville over to Mississippi State. At least I assume. I've never flown private from Fayetteville to Starkville, DJ. Quick trip? Quick trip. Okay. Boy, what are your memories of going there? Starkville? Yeah. Did you have any good memories over there? Yeah, my senior year, um, we really needed that game, and uh, it was the night that they had they were honoring one of their players that had passed away, and that is number Jeez. one was filled at Mississippi, Mississippi State. They played amazing. Uh, Chris Wright was one of their linebackers. Derek Sherrod was an offensive lineman. K.J. Wright, who was a linebacker for the uh, Seahawks for a long time, uh, was also on that team. And um, But we ended up winning. Uh, I believe it was Tenarius Wright, who we called Tank, yep. filled the game with us with a sack. Well, it seems like there's been some, some tough ones over there over the years, so it is uh, not an easy place to go. But hopefully the basketball team has some success. And that's the Mississippi State team that appears to be an NCAA tournament team currently. So I'll be curious to see what yeah. the line is with the Hogs going on the road. They got a good barbecue over there, though. In Starkville? Yeah. There's this place. Oh, man. What's it called? I've been there. Little Doogies or Doogies? Doogies? I don't know. Doogies? Oh. I don't know. Mississippi State fans probably yelling through the TV. Dewey's? Dewey's? That sounds good. Sure. I don't know. I ate at a couple places when I went over there a few years ago, but I don't remember where I ate. Okay. Ole Miss was a little easier. Not Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah. yeah. On the square, they got some places there that oh, yeah, are pretty it's good. nice there. It's yeah. real nice. Anyway, sorry. we got a uh, guest waiting on hold here on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It is the offensive lineman from Marion, 2025 commit to the University of Arkansas, Carius Kern, joining us in the zone. Welcome, sir. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you. So uh, you got class today? They let you get out and hang out with us for a little bit here today? No, I ain't even going to school today. I'm kind of under the weather. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, I appreciate you making some time for us. So you are um, an offensive lineman, but you play some D-line too at Marion. Is that correct? Yes, sir. So what, you're, you prefer offensive line, or that's the area where you feel like you excel the most? What do you What do you prefer playing? I don't really have preference, you know. So it'd be hard to, like, it's hard to answer that question. I just like playing the game, you know. Yeah, I, I told you, I talked to you last night, or yesterday that was, and I've seen your tape, and I think you're a dog up front. For those of you uh, who need to be introduced, number one recruit in the state, offers uh, not only from Arkansas, Florida, as well in Georgia, uh, deciding to go ahead and just go ahead and early and commit to the Hogs. But, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I love seeing you on that defensive side of the ball. You seem like you just really like getting after offensive linemen, getting to the quarterback. Uh, you're always extending through those hips, getting some great tackles. And I would say on the other side, yeah, very good with your feet on the offensive side of the ball. So uh, when you get up there, or how was it to explain to you, you know, when you decided to commit and you got your offer, what did Arkansas say as far as uh, what they want you to be? They just told me when I get up there, we're going to figure it out. They just want <laughs> me, you know. So, uh, 
I feel I probably like I probably had an answer by the end of this year though. My senior year, I probably had an answer which one I want to do the most. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know, you heard of a guy named Darren McFadden? No, I don't. Oh wow, we're getting young today. Well, he was a uh, whatever Biggio. Yeah, <laughs> he's a uh, pretty uh, big time running back. I, I forget we're getting older now. Yes. Uh, back in the day, uh, top recruit in the country, and uh, you know some schools wanted him to play safety when they got. there. I remember that. And he says, "I'm going to do that. I'm going to. I want to be a running back." I was one of the dummies that thought he might be a better safety that after was watching you? him in high school. I was you were one of them. Yeah, I was so dumb. Uh, that being said, what kind of player are you? Uh, if you were to describe yourself, what kind of player am I? Am uh, Physical, uh, nasty, yes, and patient. I guess you could say. Okay. What kind of offense do you all run over at Marion, Carius? Uh, we're a heavy run team, but this year we might be a little different. Like two years, like two years, I played there. We was a heavy run team, so like we'll run like Morgan Amali. Morgan, Morgan to the right, Molly to the left. Because we had a runner. I mean, we had a quarterback. Oh, my God. He works for like 1,900 yards. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he committed to uh, North Texas. Uh, he committed up there as a running back. But, yeah, he, he had 46 touchdowns in his career. Um, it might have been his senior year. I ain't going to lie. He was, a, he was a dog. He always ran. Like, most of the time, he was always behind me. Like yeah, he works for like nineteen hundred yards. He got all he got uh player of the week in the uh in the state this uh that one time, Ashton Gray. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I might have heard. Yeah. Sounds like you need to maybe talk to him about potentially coming back to Arkansas. Uh that being said, the recruiting process, I'm very curious about this nowadays when it comes to recruiting the number one player in the state. Uh this past recruiting year we had a guy committed and then last second, he changed his commitment, and he ended up signing with Missouri, and he was the top player in the state for the class of 2024. Um, what sold you on Arkansas? And uh, we had the conversation last night, and you you make me feel like that's not going to change at all as far as that commitment. Yeah, the commitment not going to change. I'm staying with Arkansas, you know what I'm saying? I might not even go on to all the other officials. It's all these other schools. Telling me to come on, I might just stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many times have you been up to Favo? Um, last time we make it three. Okay. What do you? Uh, I, I've been up there for the camp, the game. Yeah, that should make it three, three or four. Gotcha. How much does Coach Pittman's reputation with offensive linemen bear on your decision? It favors a lot, but it also favors like like you know I was on the phone with these other they were like man, touchdown Pittman is a great guy, but that's not a rented program. Like they were like man, he's a great guy, he loves players, he gets in there, but that's not a good program. Man, he's a good guy, he loves players, he takes care of these players, he's a great coach, but they're just not a good program. You know what I'm saying? So I took it all in consideration, and when I actually went up there, and uh like for the uh, junior visit. <laughs> I went up there and I was just like sat down and talked to him, and I actually felt that you know what I'm saying. Like me, I got a special connection with my coach, you know what I'm saying. Both of them, so like both of them, basically like my dad, and I just felt that connection with Coach Sam Pigman, uh, Coach Dick Adam. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, fuck that shit, I'm staying home, <laughs> I'm gonna commit, you know what I'm saying. So. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Let's you, go. You say I, I, I need. Dogs on our team. All right, that's one thing I, I felt like <laughs> the University of Arkansas missed them. I feel like sometimes there's just too many nice guys, and uh, I'm I'm say this right now. I love your attitude, and like I said, uh, it, it's evident on tape the type of guy that you are. And talking to you, you can see like you say you're not worried about talking to other coaches. I'm where I want to be. Uh, I will ask this though: um, <clears throat> what comes with being the top recruit in the state? And now, don't don't get yourself in trouble, all right? I, I'm just curious, all right? You have to be smart about what you say. Obviously, okay. we're in the era of NIL deals. Uh, did that play a factor? I mean, are you are you saying, okay, I want to come here, but I need this amount of money? Uh, how How is all that for a high school student at your caliber? At my caliber, I really, like, to me, I grew up kind of poor. 
So money wasn't really a thing to me. Like, I really don't care about the money for real. I just want to, you know, so I'm blessed to go even play at the, at the University of Arkansas. Y'all, y'all blessed to have a damn offer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> uh, like, money don't really play a factor to me. I mean, it's cool and all, but, like, man, I'm just ready to, you know what I'm saying, put them hogs on and go play, play, play at the next level with the big dog, see where I really am, because shit. Anybody could be six fucking five, three hundred pounds, athletic as hell, and moving, moving, look, shit. Hold on, hold on. I got, I, 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 I got to remind you, we're on, we're on radio now. We, we got somewhat of a syndicated show. Like I said, I, this is, this is what happens when you get comfortable with your boys and in the locker room talk. We got, I got to remind you, we're on the radio now. But uh, this conversation we can have later. But I, I like how you, you. It seems like you're passionate. You just want to put pads on. Do you remember and, being a like, yeah, growing up as a hog fan? Like when you first became aware that like of the Razorbacks and when you became a fan, curious. No, nah, see, actually, when I grew up, I didn't know I was going to even play football. I mm-hmm. thought I was going to be, you know what I'm saying, be a kid on the street because, like, that's how my lifestyle was. I didn't even grew up watching football. I watched it a couple times with my papa. Like, I watched it. Like, he, he, like my papa was a huge hog fan. Mm-hmm. So I watched the game with him a couple times. But other than that, man, I was, I was really an outside kid getting in trouble. Like, I didn't really start taking football season until my 10th grade year. So I didn't really know what like what, what was the big SEC schools or any of these big schools. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was blessed to have an offer, you know what I'm saying? So it was like yep. I didn't know really too much about this until my tenth grade year. And then I just started sitting down with my coaches and they just walked me through everything. So I ain't really grew up watching football. Like I watched the NFL because I like, you know, so I love Marshawn Lynch, but like college wise I didn't know nothing about it until you my know, tenth grade year. I uh, was talking to him yesterday, uh, Justin. I've talked to you about this too. Uh, you know, I have a podcast that's kind of been been on hiatus, but we're starting to put together a plan where I really want to go out and see these recruits in person. Yeah, uh, I talked to Carrie. Uh, said I'm going to come out to Marion. I want to I want to put him through workout. I want to see what he looks like doing drills. I want to watch a game, film with him, see how he breaks it down. And 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 I, I told you this on the phone yesterday. I, I said you look great, and all, and you're one of the best players in the state. But I'm probably going to have conversations with you and tell you what I think you're not good at and things you need to work on. And uh, he responded in a great way, saying, "I completely agree." I, he says, "I feel like you can always get better." Mm-hmm. You know, so so listeners, right now, this kid put him down. All right, I I, I think this kid has a bright future at the University of Arkansas, and uh, man, I can't wait to see you uh, as a hog, man. Curious, what's your what's your favorite position on the offensive line? Are you play you play inside or outside? Okay, that's that's an important spot. It's huge. Yes, it's, <laughs> yes. huge spot. Um, you're at just over 300. Is that what you want to play at, or are you you expect to get bigger? We were ta- DJ and I were talking about that. Your frame feels like maybe you could get a little bit bigger. How big do you want to play at? Do you think at the college level? Mm, the biggest I want to play is like 320. Okay, gotcha. Pretty solid three tw- six four three three twenty. Long arm span, great hips. Yeah. Pumped up, man. Yeah, DJ's excited. I'm excited. Got to wait a whole another year. Sorry, buddy. We'll have to go to a Marion game. Catch him. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we'll check you out. We'll see what you guys how are the, How are the Patriots going to be this year, Carrius? You guys going to be pretty good again? Uh, Defensive-wise, yeah. Offensive-wise, uh, we might. We're going to be, like, we're going to be okay. Yeah. we not going to say we're going to be as dominant as we were this year. I understand. We might. You never know. Never know. Yeah, so, I bet on you. Well, man, listen, I appreciate the time. We'll catch up again before you get to the hill. But uh, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, you're welcome, man. All right, all right, big dog. We'll see you soon. Feel better, big fellow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank all right, you. it's Carius Kern, a little under the weather, but speaking his mind, I like it. He He's said he took after Marshawn Lynch. I was, I was like, thinking I the same that. thing. I was like, I can't tell you how excited I am about a guy like that. Oh, I got, I got a funny feeling. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I got you. <laughs> You need him. You need him on your roster. Listen. You got to have him. I like it. There's no pretense there. That no, guy, no, no, no. he's coming off with what's on the top of his mind. He's going to tell you about it. Oh, man. Uh, I got to tell you this, too. We were talking about, um, speaking of salty language, I was watching a, a clip from the podcast with the Kelseys, which that's what's cool about the world today. You know, NIL is a little frustrating, but what's neat is I like the fact that athletes can deliver their message in their own way in a comfortable such setting, right? So, like, yeah. you can speak your mind because you can have a podcast. Mm-hmm. You don't have to rely on an interview with somebody and you're afraid of having your words twisted or having them edit out something or whatever. Yeah. So the Kelseys definitely have done a great job in maximizing their opportunity with that, and their podcast is a must-watch most weeks. 
They get under each other's skin. It's hilarious, and they poke at each other. And obviously, it is still, at the end of the day, a big brother, little brother situation. Mm-hmm. And Jason and Travis on the podcast this week talked about the incident that we discussed a little bit yesterday. And again, I don't want to blow it out of proportion. I thought we had a pretty fair conversation about it. It was a bad look, but it is not necessarily indicative of what they're about or how they like to operate. Nobody's signing off on the fact that that's how you're supposed to act, even if you're a passionate guy. But Jason was pretty good. He kind of called his brother out on the carpet, but I thought the conversation was awesome. And I like Travis's uh, what Travis said about this, because again, I did not like the whole blowing it off like it really wasn't a big deal and it was funny or cute. And I think Ray just tried to diffuse the situation. And as a head coach, that's what you do. But I like this. Anyway, is my point. The broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach Reed. <laughs> so heated. People are all over this. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. I immediately wish I would have took it back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know, hey, man, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not, not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get a f-ing victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby, but damn, I love winning with you. You got to have your head on a swivel, because next time he gets fired up at you, he's coming hot at you. You know that. Oh, yeah, I deserve it. If he would have cold-cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, yeah, let's f- Go. <laughs> I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. That's what nobody knows. The reason this happens is because you two love each other so much and respect each other so much that you feel open enough to have an interaction like this. It wasn't me mad at Coach Reed as, as it looks. It was the frustration of our team not having success, turning the ball over, and me being on the sideline. On the sideline. Damn it. It was pleading with your head coach to let you go out there and win this month. That's what it was. Me and you both know what it was. Andy knows what you mean to him and what he means to you. Did the feedback... It's good stuff, yeah? I like it. Yeah, I did too. I, I thought like it was, it. I like it. Like I said, no doubt a line was crossed. They all acknowledge it. But, man, to have that much passion about winning, mm-hmm. does that not just sound nice? I've lost my mind before in the in the, in the the heat of the moment, and it's really embarrassing. And, boy, you just want to take it back and be yeah. like, oh, no, what did I do? But then all you can do is keep yeah. going. you got a whole Super but Bowl game to play. When it, when it comes from a place of just wanting to win, yeah. it's different. Um, the feedback on Karius Karn is ubiquitous. Let me just say it that way. Yeah. It coming in from everywhere. I love it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, we got to hit a break. we got Dr. O'Malley coming up. <laughs> I'm really going to do a good job or try to do a good job today of staying on time. I really feel bad. You know, Wes is giving me that look. Like, Wes and I used to kind of have this thing, like, because we would screw John over when he would come in to try to tease their show, and I felt bad. But Wes is not having it. Wes is giving me stink eye every day. So I'm going to try to be on time today. I'm going to really do a good job. Yeah, Christian's not buying it. Anyway, I'm going to try. I'm going to try real hard. I'm going to be cognizant of it. Oh, sorry. I'm still uh, talking about Curious. I texted him right now. Tell him how awesome that was. I like him. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about the last cool show ever. But uh, let's switch gears. Let's talk about some horses. Live racing back at Oakland. Uh, y'all know it. Uh, the Rebel Stakes is going to be Saturday, February 24th. That'll be the next uh, stakes race if you're interested in getting out there. Uh, they're always excited to announce some new funding options as well. This is actually going to make it a little bit easier for y'all to bet on your favorite games at Oakland Sports app. Uh, listen to this. No fees involved. MasterCard, Visa, debit cards, credit cards. They'll take it all. On-site cash as well at the sports book at Oakland. Uh, download that sports app on Apple uh, app or the Google Play Store. Uh, start betting on NCAA. Hot right now. NBA basketball. NHL. They got it all. Uh, new bettors are actually eligible for a $250 first bet insurance. That's pretty solid. They also have a new exciting offer in development. Also, when it comes to the entertainment they have from daily casino promotions and the 24 24- Seven smoke-free casino. They got live entertainment every weekend at Pops Lounge, and fun never stops at Oakland. Fifteen hundred slot machines, thirty live tables. I told Justin I'm a three-card poker guy. They have that if that's your thing. They also got blackjack, craps, and roulette. You know, I got whirled down at a casino one time before I left. I put a stack on black. Yeah, hit it. Woo! Felt good. Felt real good. Yeah, check out all the casino promotions at Oakland.com. Hey, you, hey, 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 h
For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Sports Center. In college basketball tonight, Little Rock has a huge matchup with Moorhead State at the Jack Stevens Center. Moorhead State is first in the Ohio Valley Conference at 11-1, while Little Rock is second at 8-4. Tip is set for 7 o'clock. You can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Radio coverage will be on 106.7 Buzz 2. Arkansas State will take on Troy at 7.30. That game can be seen on ESPN+. Plus. Then Central Arkansas will host Austin P and Conway at 7.30 as well. That game can also be seen on ESPN+. Plus. And in NFL news, the 49ers have fired defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes after just one year on the job. The Niners allowed the third fewest points in the league at 17 and a half a game, but the run defense went from being second best in the league last year to 26th in the league this year. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Is your Oakland thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? Racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Real estate issue? Business or civil dispute? Hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. Nothing compares to the feeling of wearing a Facets of Fire diamond from Sissy's Log Cabin. The first diamond cutting advancement in over a century, Facets of Fire diamonds are created by etching thousands of nanoprisms onto the pavilion of an exquisite natural diamond. The result is a stone with more brilliance than any other. Just ask any of the expert staff at Sissy's and they'll show you the vibrant burst of fiery color that's visible to the naked eye. From engagement rings to to necklaces, to bracelets, to earrings, a Facets of Fire diamond takes any piece to a new level of spectacular. And no jewelry collection is complete without one. Facets of Fire diamonds are passion personified, but don't just take my word for it. You can shop Facets of Fire online at sissyslogcabin.com or at any of their six locations. Experience the revolution in diamonds for yourself only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Welcome back to The Zone. Justin Acree and Christian Weaver talk about sports because they can't play them. DJ Williams can play them and talk about them. Play fake. Mallet rolling to his right. Has DJ Williams at the five. Fighting for the goal line. Did he get in? Touchdown, Arkansas. DJ Williams. Now, let's get into The Zone. Say go, DJ. Well, we used to call it the DeBella button. Then there was the Todd Munkin incident during the uh, Burroughs Award a couple years ago. And now we got a new addition to the You Can't Say That on the Radio <laughs> League. Curious uh, Kern. He is a uh, unedited. Slinging it. Let's go. Dog. He is a dog, right, DJ. So I know, I know. I'm not trying to condone anything. I, hey, how about I, the I, old I said school? You need, you need them on your team. Here's you need I, them on your team. Here's what I love. Yeah. I don't care about money. I just oh. want to be a Razorback. You don't hear, you hear that, that in 2024. About NIL deal. He said, I, "I'm just happy to receive an offer." He says, "I'm broke. I'm poor. I just want to get up there and ball out. I, I want to see." How I measure up against other dogs. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. Where'd he come from? No, he's a unicorn. I love it. Yeah, I do too. All right, uh, let's go to the Brandon <laughs> Moving and Storage Hotline, and we got some comments about our interview coming up here in a sec. Doc O'Malley is standing by. What's up, Doc? How are you? I'm good, guys. Na- may need an orthopedic uh, surgeon to fix our dump button after that interview. We had, we had some work on that one. But anyway, uh, let's talk about a couple of uh, injuries going on, and the saddest one we saw was Drake Greenlaw, of course. And just a weird injury with him bouncing around and then running on the field or trying to, and his Achilles popping. Is that something you've seen before? Is that rare? Is that a typically a non-contact injury? What would what, you think of that play? 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of times it's not. I mean, it could be contact or non-contact. It just takes enough force on that Achilles. Sometimes it's just a, it has small little tears, and then it's just enough force for it just to pop. I mean, you saw him jumping, and he just hit it at the right right moment, but it just gave way. Um, probably as the muscle was contracting as his weight was coming down on that foot, um, caused it to pop. So, I mean, it could have happened during a play, but it could also happen when he's going to run on the field. Uh, seeing that, I, I've seen it happen to a few players in New England, spring ball, or whatever it was called, uh, a receiver just trying to come off the line, that first initial Achilles pops. Uh, you see what happened Aaron Rodgers, it looked like a little bit more contact pressure on it, Achilles pops. But it's stuff that we see each and every day. You mentioned there was a potential of like these little micro tears. Like I got like a weird phobia of my Achilles popping. It makes me so nervous because you never know when it's coming. Or are there maybe little signs of irritation that maybe they just ignored because they thought oh let me just warm it up real quick it'll be fine is there any way to maybe see it coming before it happens not normally i mean we have a lot of like the guys just playing basketball all of a sudden that feel like somebody just shot them from behind right that's what everybody says i feel mm-hmm. like somebody just like came and kicked me from behind and my leg my foot and they're just really running down the basketball court when that happens so um it's one of those if you start noticing it, the problem is like there's nothing prophylactic like you're not going to do a surgery for it before it ruptures um, but you can do therapy to try to strengthen it, anti-inflammatories to try to calm it down. Uh, it is kind of one of those freak things that it, 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 you can do everything right and it can still happen. Could, um, but And then why it happens, we're not always sure on why one person gets it and another person doesn't get it. Could, could you add it to the yearly physical at the beginning of the year? Let's just say, hey, we're going to scan your Achilles MRI to see if there's micro tears. And even if you do find it, I know that's super expensive, but even if you're saying, even if you do find those micro tears, there's nothing you can do about it. Not really. Not from a, not that you're going to prevent them from rupturing the whole thing. And then it's also right. We talk about in medicine like number needed to treat. Right? How many would you have to MRI to find one that you potentially keep from rupturing down the road? And so, and that's in all of medicine like number needed to treat. That's what you talk about vaccines. Right? How many people have to get the vaccine to minimize their them, somebody actually dying or ending up in the hospital with whatever disease you're talking about. And so when we talk orthopedics, it's like how, what is the cost versus benefit? And I don't know, there's going to be a huge cost benefit because it's such a rare injury. Like ACLs are much more common than Achilles ruptures. And even then there's some landing mechanics we can do, but it's really hard to even prevent ACL ruptures. Talking to Dr. O'Malley from over at UMS Orthopedics. If you have a question, you can call us at 661-1037. We occasionally get some questions for the doc um i want to ask you too about the the rehab so what's the process now that he has injured it and we saw aaron Rodgers, who apparently has some mystery treatment could have come back he was back in like three weeks yeah sure he was (laughs) um what uh what is what's dre greenlaw facing assuming he doesn't follow aaron's prescription yeah i mean aaron's prescription was pretty impressive Uh, there's not many doctors who or surgeons who would allow them their patients to be doing what aaron did as quickly after surgery um because it is very risky and seemed like it actually worked for Aaron, um, even though he actually didn't make it back for the season, but he was way ahead of where he should have been. But uh, normally you're you're going to keep him in a boot for at least six weeks, allowing things to heal, because that tendon really takes six to eight weeks to heal before you really start stressing it, which is surprising that, that Rogers is able to stress his as quickly as he did after surgery. Um, you're relying on that suture a lot because that tendon's not healed yet. Uh, you can try things like PRP and stem cell injections to hopefully increase healing, but they haven't really been proven to, to truly, and I almost guarantee you that Rogers had something like that put in. Yeah. And then you're really talking a good three to four month recovery. I mean, so he'll be fine for the summer, um, but it's just going to take some time. And it, I mean, you could even take longer than six months, but that's normally a reasonable timeline to come back from the Achilles rupture uh, is about six months. Gotcha. Aaron, typically, I think, would probably reach out and get some embryos from an mm-hmm. alien or something like that. DJ, I know he's got connections. Probably. Didn't he, like, stars. sit and watch Dolphins, mate? Cause the, Does that help? That, did you not hear about that? No. It's a real thing. Watching Dolphins, mate, <laughs> helps you it has some, heal? some kind of spiritual whatever mm. and it has healing power. Do you have to have uh, you have to be on ayahuasca or do you have to be eating mushrooms at this I, period of time? I don't know. Like watching them in person or just on like the television? I, I'll, I'll look it up. Facilitating it like petting show. them on the heads while they're doing it, <laughs> talking about I don't know if he's encouraging them. I don't uh, know. Hey, I think you'd work, work um, well with that dolphin. I'll, I'll, I'll dig a little I'll, I'll give you an answer here yeah. in a little bit. But doc, uh, after that's that whole thing is done, obviously uh, I, I could see how a player would not be super confident coming back, but with with the Achilles come back stronger than it was before? It's not stronger, but, like, the re-rupture risk is actually pretty low. So I, I wouldn't be too worried uh, once he gets back to game form that he should be able to play. 
Um, but it's just hard for these explosive athletes, as you know. Like, when you get an injury, it's hard to get back to the level that you were at. Mm-hmm. It can be done, but it's just like it's such a high level you have to be playing at uh, to be on the professional level to begin with. And then you have an injury, it's just really hard to get back there. All right. I like that. We're talking to Dr. O'Malley for just tuning in from UAMS. And we have uh, one more thing here. I was going to ask you about John Morant. And, you know, obviously he's out for the season with the shoulder, which, you know, again, apparently. Uh, fake shooting guns is bad for your arm. I don't know what happened there, but what, what's his uh, what's his progress or what's he got to do, I guess, to get through this? And how much can he work, I guess, on his on himself, his game, his body? In this, in this, I mean, it's a pretty critical injury, I think, for a basketball player to sort of be shut down for a period of time. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting because, like, he was the reports were he was injured, and then within like three or four days later, they're talking about surgery. So I kind of wonder if he had had some because most most of our patients with labral tears in their shoulders, them. They're normally not just like one incident. It's like a, it's a nagging problem that they deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wonder if he's been was dealing with it and then had another event, either a subluxation or a dislocation that caused him to go, now i got to do something about this. So really the first eight weeks or so um, after surgery, um, you're just working on passive motion. So the therapist is just working on moving the shoulder. You don't want to do a ton. You actually tighten the shoulder up with surgery, and so you don't want to over-loosen it because that was his problem. That's why he had surgery. His shoulder was too loose. Um, hmm. and so it's kind of a spectrum. So we took it from too loose to a little too tight. So now they're going to work to stretch him out where it's stable, but it's mobile enough that he can be active and, and, and play basketball the way he needs to. Um, and so that's a good, like I tell my athletes, it's about a six-month recovery from that. And particularly my contact athletes with labral shoulder injuries, uh, it's six months before we'll let them have any contact. And for a professional basketball player, it's going to be at least six months for that. And right. so he's, he can, he's probably not doing a ton of shooting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really just working on strengthening that shoulder. And then over the next few months is when they'll start putting basketball drills um, and start working on that with therapy. So I'm doing a lot of shooting right now. See what you did there. Uh, let me get Hog Wild in here real quick. What's up, man? Morning, Justin. DJ had a question for the doc. Fire away. Yeah, uh, doc uh, O'Malley, uh, is it possible to strain or just pull your Achilles? I was out at my mom's a year or two ago doing yard work and uh, got home and from that, and I couldn't hardly get out of my car, and it felt like six, you know, I mean, just my, my right Achilles was killing me. And I hobbled around. It seemed like it took about six or eight months till I was back. You know, like I could climb a ladder and do the normal stuff. But you hear about everybody popping these Achilles, but is it possible to strain it? Yes, it's very common to, to strain it. And right, so that when you strain it, it's the muscle, right? When we talk about popping or carrying the Achilles, it's actually the tendon. So it's lower down, closer to where that that heel cord attaches to to your your calcaneus, your heel bone. Um, and so something like you had, it sounds like it was a bad muscle strain, and that is not a surgical problem. You don't do surgery for muscle injuries. Uh, but you do therapy for it. And it, the problem with those sort of injuries is if you don't do therapy and get it strong and you keep trying to go back to those previous activities, you can keep restraining it and re-injuring it, which is why it took you five to six months to be able to get kind of lying yeah, again. It didn't hurt like popping it, I'm sure. I'd have been seeing a surgeon, but, I mean, it was it was very painful. And uh, it, yeah, it took a while to get over. Thank you so much. All right, man. Appreciate it, Doc. Appreciate you. We're going to hit a break, and uh, we'll catch up in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, very good. That is Dr. O'Malley over at UAMS Orthopedics. If you need their help, guess what? We can help you. Well, at least I can give you the information on how to get help from them. Uh, they've got a few locations, Autumn Road, Colonel Glenn, Shackelford West, 501-526-1046, or uamshealth.com slash orthopedics, and they've got same or next day availability. Uh, a ton of feedback. On the Carius Kern interview, what a bad A, says Jason. Can't wait to see him kicking butt on the hill. <clears throat> Jason, other Jason says, dude is going to get y'all show kicked off the air. Yes, it's entirely possible. He'd be great on uh, on what's his face. Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee show, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, may, <laughs> we may need to pull his offer if he doesn't know who Darren McFadden is. That's wild. Says Trip. Look, dude, we're old and we he hadn't played in a while. He wasn't born when McFadden was playing. I mean, it's crazy. Is that right? Wasn't born. He was probably born 07 in DMAC. Would have been his last year. He would have been like one, you know? Bro, that's crazy to me. We're getting up there. I am. Uh, Gas man here. Could we get like 80 more of him on the team? Dang, bro, awesome interview. They really like this guy. We need 80 more. That would be awesome. 
Uh, we need five more dogs like that last kid in the trenches. I love his attitude. Good old boys. Just didn't get it done for us last <laughs> season. Um, this guy says, we're going to have to get him a battery for that smoke alarm, though. Is that legal? Can we send him one over? Here's a nine volt, buddy. Have a great off season. My new favorite player, says this person. Uh, this person with a 501, exactly the kind of kid we needed. Just like DJ's been saying, a homeboy. Um, is this recruit at Justin Moore's house with that background chirp? <laughs> oh, man. That was, uh, was pretty good stuff. Yeah. Oof. Okay, we got to hit a break. Mayor Scott coming up in a second. We're going to talk. Um, we got a really interesting review coming up, too. Chris Alley's here from You're Rock and Roll Sushi. Movie. I, I keep hearing about it's it. It's a documentary, which documentary, I love documentaries. Yeah. yeah, so it's a, apparently wild. I don't know much about it. I just heard it's Sorry. wild. I almost pulled it up last night in the middle of the Razorback game, but I, I hung in there. <laughs> <laughs> then I started just, I got, I got in a, re, I go, dude, I get in the rabbit hole in reels. I could watch reels for hours. Like, I just flip through reels. Oh, an hour and a half later, it, like, how did I get here? 100%. And then, like, I'll get a, I'll get a chess alert and I'll pop over there and play chess. <laughs> Come back to reels. It's terrible. I'm a joke. I'm a clown. I'm ridiculous. I gotta, I gotta get a life. Anyway, uh, it's 11.46 and, um, yeah, we'll be back in a sec. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy models. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. MMA fans, Saturday, February 17th, it's UFC 298, and it's going down at Brewski's. The main event features Alexander Volkanovsky looking to defend his title against undefeated up-and-comer Leah Tapuria. The co-main is going to be a brawl with Robert Whittaker facing off against Paula Costa. And the undercard gets started with fights from Ian Gary and Henry Cejudo. Brewskis will be showing the fights at both locations, north and downtown. Stick around after the fights because the party doesn't stop until 2 a.m. Brewskis, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Hit us up online at brewskispubandgrub.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Whenever wintry weather, or even the rumor of it, invades Arkansas, Arkansans invade the grocery stores and buy up all the milk and bread which always has been a puzzle to me. This January snow left shelves across Little Rock emptied of both. Here's an idea. The next time snow and ice come our way, forget about the milk and bread. Instead, stock up on corn dogs and Coke. That way it'll feel like you're at the state fair instead of being snowed in and watching Bonanza. You want to know where you can get corn dogs and Coke? Doublebees? We have the best. Stop by for a snack and a perfect fountain drink. All 34 Double B's locations have monthly specials on all kinds of stuff that you need. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Tune in each day to Drive Time Sports to hear Trey Biddy talk all things Razorbacks. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Tap Time with Bryce Nall and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Wood Rock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time Thursday from 7 till 8 on 103.7 The Buzz. Live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios. The Zone and the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now. 
Let's see what Justin Akery and DJ Williams have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, we should be hearing from uh, Frank Scott Jr. here in a second, the mayor of Little Rock. We'll talk to him about a few different things. They are working on their downtown master plan, which I'm excited to see what kind of progress we're making there. I know they had a couple of uh, gatherings this last couple of weeks. Also, the State of the City recap. We'll get that and see what he thinks about the Super Bowl. Apparently, there is a local connection to Usher's show. Did you know that, DJ Williams? Two local connections. Okay, well, I guess you did. Mr. One-Upper, fine. Uh, Let me tell you about my friends from Sanders Ground Essential. Uh, Kyle, did we set a day and a time? I can't remember. I don't know if I got back to you. Golly, remind me to do that. Call Kyle. Kyle. I'm calling you, buddy. Sorry, my bad. Anyway, you can call them at 501-315-9395. Sanders Ground Essentials at sandersground.com. They've been doing it for over 20 years. I, we, we've been saying that for a long time. So I'm going to say they're close to 30 years. Closer to 30 years than 20 years at this point. Um, so, again, if you want to make your lawn look the best in the neighborhood, boom, get Sanders Ground Essentials on it. Quit goofing around, will you? And, uh, DJ, again, I am not. I know you take it personally, but I'm not talking to you. But I'm just saying, if it looks good, it can look great. The more we talk about my yard, I go home and get a little bit more insecure about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I need to go ahead and call them. Listen, it's just like a, no matter how much you work out, you can always look a little better, right? Always. Yeah, well, we can fix your lawn up real well with the, friend, the guys at Sanders Ground. So you water it, you trim it, you mow it. Yes. But they will treat it and make sure that it's nice and strong I, and healthy I and ready. Some, I need some good grass to cut. Yeah, that's it. Uh. That's it. And so they're going to take care of you. Uh, they do the soil sample because not every lawn is the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your lawn may need something different than my lawn needs. So they don't just give it one treatment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's 1151. Go, go, yeah, but go uh, holler at our friends over there. SandersGround.com, 501-315-9395. Uh, Mayor Frank Scott Jr. joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Mayor Scott, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? How are you and DJ doing? We're fine. We're getting along okay. Great. Rock and Roll Sushi just came in studio. Yep. We're going to talk to our friends from uh, Origami Sake as well. Matt Bell's up here, so we'll talk to him in a sec. But uh, did you like the outcome of the Super Bowl, Mayor Scott? I was just a, I'm a, I'm one of those diehard Dallas Cowboys fans, so just for my love for the game of football, it was just good to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely love to see a Patrick Mahomes win a Super Bowl, but like I said, I didn't have any dog in that fight. My Cowboys wasn't weren't there. Yeah, most of my Cowboys friends are like, I hate the Niners so much, so I need them to lose, even though they're not necessarily <laughs> Kansas City fans. It's old school rivalry, right? Yeah. Or is it still a thing? It used to be when the Cowboys were good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very much still a thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no offense, Mayor Scott. You know. Oh, anyway. How, let me ask you about this. Is off topic because we didn't we didn't uh, really plan to talk about this, but I got to ask. We haven't really touched on it on the show at all because I really don't want to talk about negative things that even are the harshest realities of our world. But obviously, there was a scary incident yesterday, and I think it was isolated. It wasn't apparently a terrorist thing. It was just a couple of stupid idiots out firing guns off in a public place with a lot of people around. But it is certainly a scary reality of any time there's a large gathering, and I know you guys are very cognizant of that any time you're involved in a large gathering. But, man, as a mayor of, of a city, it's got to be just like your worst nightmare to see something like that go down in Kansas City yesterday. Yes, it, it, my heart goes out to uh, all of the loved ones who were impacted by uh, the mass shooting, uh, the people of Kansas City, and my friend, uh, Mayor Quentin Lucas. And so a few of us reached out to him, one, to make certain that he was safe and he was uh he was out there if you watch any of his twitter handles you, you know how how much of an avid kc fan he is um but it's just something you gotta uh it's hard to prepare for uh but when it happens you gotta act appropriately which they've done i'm happy that they, the assailants have been caught um it's just it's it's unthinkable uncomfortable mm-hmm. but even though when we have our events like uh coming up here next week and have two weeks We'll have our Little Rock Marathon. It'll have thousands of people in downtown Little Rock, and we have to prepare for those things, uh, just like KC did. But even when you prepare, uh, you still got some uh, folks who are just doing stupid things and, and unconscionable, uh, and I just hope uh, justice prevails against them. There's no doubt. Well, and it's like that Tom Cruise movie years ago where they were predictive in their crime department. That is not the way the world works, unfortunately. And stupid people, crazy people Minority are going to do... Report. Minority Report. Very good. Stupid, crazy people are going to do stupid, crazy things, unfortunately. The only thing I wish is that those two heroes, those civilians who ran that guy down, would have had a chance to beat the hell out of him a little bit yeah. more before the cops got over there and, and uh, put him in the wagon and sent him downtown. They were, they were working on it for a little bit. They were holding but, him down pretty good, yeah. but I, yeah, it would have been nice. A yeah, couple, couple kicks to the head would have been all right by me. Anyway, let's get back to business. State of the city. Let's talk about our town and what's happening here. I know you had a chance to address some things going on, Mayor Scott. What what happened with the state of the city? Give me a recap. Sure, sure. Last week we were blessed to give a state of the city, talked about 
uh, all of our accomplishments in 2023 and what we plan to do in 2024. I really want to shout out a few different things for business owners as we uh, we lauded um, our police department as we saw a 22% decrease in homicides, a negative 6% in theft, and a negative 4% in, in burglary. Uh, one of the things that contributes to those downward trends that we're excited about is our real-time crime center. It's kind of like a CIS, and so part of that Right now, we got about 4,000 internal cameras across the city uh, where business, business owners and organizations are opting in. And so part of the things we want to do that is create this Eyes on Little Rock campaign. And uh, so people can identify and let folks know not only do they, they've already opted into our system, uh, but they show people that there's system which will help be a deterrent uh, for different crime. We talked a number of different things, how we're going to track our progress with any promises made and promises kept through our rock folio and even our open checkbook. Uh, that'll be at data.littlerock.gov. So please go out there and check that out. And, and one of the main things, a part of that state of the city, is what we're doing for downtown Little Rock. Uh, Justin, DJ, as you guys know, we're seeing a lot of development, close to half a billion dollars going on right now, in addition to what's going on with the Interstate 30 uh, development that'll be done in 2025. And so really excited about our downtown master plan. Uh, and we'll have our consultants with Sasaki and Daniel Church, who is from Little Rock, who's mm-hmm. part of this team. Uh, they'll be uh, having a number of different town hall meetings over the next course of the week. So really want th- people to come out on next Tuesday at the Clinton Center at 6 o'clock, as well as the downtown partnership on, uh, with the Flanders Smith College on next Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Yeah, I've been trying to spread the word on social media about that, and as someone who was a downtowner, I'm, I'm very intrigued by what's going on there. It is an exciting time for that area, for sure. Um, we were talking on the break, and I, I thought I threw something that DJ didn't know about, and he's like, there were actually a couple of people involved in the Super Bowl halftime show. So yeah. we had some local connections there. We had, obviously, some some players in the game, Mayor Scott, that were connected to uh, George Odom, who played at Central Arkansas, and obviously Dre Greenlaw, and mm-hmm. our backup quarterback, obviously, as well. But uh, in the halftime show, also had some some connections there. Yeah, my dear friend, uh, Little Rock native and Parkview alumnus, Sean Christopher Freeman, uh, who's a teacher actually in Atlanta, uh, but has always been a, a dancer and learned on the C. Michael Titwell at Parkview Arts and Science Magnet. Uh, he uh, really, a couple of years ago, really got into this uh, new venue of dancing with roller skating. Somehow, Usher picked him up. And he did Usher's residency and ultimately became the choreographer for his roller skating routine and that was brought uh, to the view not only in Vegas uh, at the residency but before everyone's eyes at the Super Bowl uh, it's just how you know the Parkview Patriots roll whether it's football whether it's dance we, we try to have a little bit of showtime there's no doubt about it Mayor Scott thank you appreciate the time we'll talk soon alright thank you appreciate you alright we had a kid uh, in the band as well <clears throat> that performed oh really yeah he's okay. from, from Little Rock uh, what does he, he play goes, he, they showed a picture. Of maybe, I couldn't say tuba. I could be wrong. Say it. He goes to Jackson State in their marching band. Let's go. And so, yeah, he was selected to play with Usher. And right. that kid, he said, uh, the one that choreographed the roller skating residency in Vegas in the Super Bowl uh, also uh, said uh, he learned his skills at the Arkansas Stadium. Darn right he did. Yeah. Good for him. All right, stick around. Got some good stuff coming up. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater Holton.